I'll be reading um, 1 Peter 2, 22, sorry, 1 Peter 2, 22 to 25, and then Acts 1, 14. He committed no sin and no deceit was found in his mouth. When they hurled their insults at him, he did not retaliate. When he suffered, he made no threats. Instead, he entrusted himself to him who judges justly. He himself bore our sins in his body on the cross so that we might die to sins and live for righteousness. By his wounds you have been healed, for you were like sheep going astray, but now you have returned to the shepherd and overseer of your souls. And Acts 1, verse 14. They all joined together constantly in prayer, along with the women and Mary, the mother of Jesus, and with his brothers. Our guest preacher for today is Pastor Steve Kramer. Uh, he is from Salem. He is married to Meta Kramer, who is also a retired pastor. They served as co-pastors of the Good News Presbyterian Parish from 1980 to 2006. He then, Steve then served as pastor of the Trinity Presbyterian Church and the Longs Run Presbyterian Church until his retirement in August of 2018. They have two children, Rachel, who is married and is a social worker in Columbus, and David, who is engaged and is an attorney in Hoboken, New Jersey. One of Steve's passions that I learned about is religious pilgrimages, and uh, he and his wife, Meta, have led eight trips to Israel. So I, I'm going to Israel this, or hope to go to Israel this fall, so I really, we went out to lunch a few weeks ago, and I really uh, enjoyed hearing about all his, uh, his experience in the Holy Land, so... Thank you so much, uh, Pastor Steve, for being here, and we welcome you. Thank you. It's good to be here. Uh, another passion of mine is uh, soccer, and I founded the soccer program at Columbiana High School, and among my players were Dave Rohrer and Kyle Martin, so I... Uh, have a connection to this church as well. They were both excellent players, by the way. A mother's love is a love of sacrifice and service. They tell us that there are few pains greater that a human being can endure than the pain of childbirth. So before we were born, our mothers suffered greatly before we could even take our first breath. Jesus knew the centrality of family. 
there was one person besides Jesus who was present at Christmas and Easter. And that, of course, was Mary. Mary would give him milk at his birth and tears at his death. Mary launched Jesus's public ministry by encouraging him to perform his very first public miracle at the wedding in Cana. Mary was there at the manger throughout his ministry and at the foot of the cross. The one constant in his life was his mother, Mary. In Acts, we heard that the church was founded with the help of Mary's prayers. He listed all, uh, Luke lists all the disciples and then adds, all these were constantly devoting themselves to prayer together with certain women, including Mary, the mother of Jesus, as well as his brothers. So she was there to found the church as well. In the beginning and in the end with Jesus, there was his mother. Mary herself gave to us one of the most beautiful images of God's power and majesty. Before his birth, when she learned what was going to happen, Mary uh, gave this wonderful song, uh, typically called the Magnificat, because the first word in Latin is, is Magnificat, or to praise. My soul magnifies the Lord, and my spirit rejoices in God my Savior, for he has looked with favor on the lowliness of his servant. Surely from now on, all generations will call me blessed, for the mighty one has great, done great things for me, and holy is his name. His mercy is for those who fear him from generation to generation. He has shown strength with his arm. He has scattered the proud in the thoughts of their hearts. He has brought down the powerful from their thrones and lifted up the lowly. He has filled the hungry with good things and sent the rich away empty. Mother Mary proclaims that God had brought down the wicked and established justice through the birth of her son, Jesus. Our epistle lesson speaks of the suffering Jesus himself experienced. Christ committed no sin. When he was abused, he did not return abuse. He himself bore our sins in his body on the cross so that free from sins, we might live for righteousness. By his wounds, you have been healed. For you were going astray like sheep, but now you have returned to the shepherd and guardian of your souls. Our mothers suffered greatly in their bodies before we were born, and uh, all too often they suffered greatly uh, as we would make our own stupid mistakes in our lives. The story is told of a group of mothers gathered in a beauty parlor. The newest mother complains about the pain of childbirth and the lack of uh, the opportunity to sleep as her child was suffering with colic. She said, my life is upside down. I'm always exhausted. The mother of a two-year-old shakes her head and says, wait till the terrible twos and your child discovers the terrible word no. A more experienced mother with teenagers uh, said, uh, you haven't seen anything until the horrors of teenage years. 
They get so independent, they never listen to what you say. They always know better and their friends often lead them astray. Then in the back corner came the faint sound and a kind of eggshell voice saying, honey, you haven't seen anything. Wait till they hit 40. Mother's Day is a time to look back and give thanks for all that our mothers did for us. My mother was raised primarily by her mother. My grandfather was a farmer who worked long and hard hours. I am sure grandma had to do some of the farm work, but most of her uh, life was devoted to her children. Grandma Swartz was a bright woman. Uh, way back in the early part of the 20th century, she helped break new ground by being uh, a college teacher at what was then called San Jose Normal School, is now known as San Jose State University. The love of learning that my grandmother had, she passed on to my mother, and my mother passed it on to me. Grandma Swartz was an energetic woman and a hard worker. And incidentally, uh, obviously, since her last name was Swartz, she married a, a German uh, man, but um, the time wearing is, is the tartan of her family because she had good Presbyterian Scottish roots. So I wanna get that in there. My grandparents had a good home and the family survived all the struggles of the depression. The willingness to take chances, to be open to new possibilities, this is part of the legacy my grandmother left for my family. It is part of uh, a great inheritance that I have received. Having said that, she wasn't perfect. Clarksburg, California is nothing more than a crossroads. On the Swartz Ranch, there were no immediate neighbors. In this isolated setting, family relationships were pretty intense because you just couldn't pop in next door to the neighbors. And of course, these were hard economic times, so people didn't have money for kids to spend on anything. So families relied on each other in Clarksburg for much of their social and recreational time. Grandma Swartz's method of disciplining my mother was certainly different. She would give my mother the cold shoulder. She just wouldn't speak to her for days. If mom did something as minor as set the table in the wrong way, put forks or knives in the wrong place, her mom wouldn't speak to her until she asked for forgiveness, but because she didn't, grandma didn't speak to her, she didn't even know what she had done wrong and she had to struggle to figure out what the problem was. Grandma simply turned a cold shoulder to my mother. Mom often wished that grandma had just yelled at her, just let the anger out. The problem with the cold shoulder approach is that it just festers and grows. Mom and grandma would get increasingly frustrated with each other until mom finally stumbled on whatever it was she had done wrong and apologized. Mom would have preferred the short-term suffering of a scolding over the prolonged suffering of a cold shoulder. 
when Terry, my older sister, was born, mom had difficulty uh, connecting with Terry. She just couldn't get close. It took a wise country doctor who knew her situation uh, to let her know that the problem was <clears throat> that uh, mom was just sharing that cold, distant relationship she had with her mother, with Terry. Once mom realized that that was what was happening, everything changed overnight. Mom had been acting on instinct, that is, there was only one pattern of a mothering she'd ever known, and she was repeating that uh, sometimes distant relationship with Terry. Once that was made clear to her, she changed. The past no longer controlled her. Everything improved almost at once. Past suffering need not stay forever. The cross led not to more suffering, but to joy to resurrection, to new life. Scripture said he himself bore our sins in his body on the cross so that free from sins we might live for righteousness. By his wounds you have been healed. We don't need to continue in past mistakes or behavior that troubles. Suffering need not endure. Redemption is possible and desirable. We have been healed by his wounds. And I was the beneficiary of that redemption. By the time I was born, mom had made all her mistakes on my sister. To me, mom was always loving and caring. She did continue all the very best parts of my grandmother's inheritance. She continued that love of learning and that devotion to hard work and that a commitment to be responsible. But she felt free to discard the more troublesome parts of her mother's behavior. God's love for us is compared to the love a mother has for her child. In the prophet Isaiah, we read these words. The Lord called me before I was born. While I was in my mother's womb, he named me. Can a woman forget her nursing child or show no compassion for the child of her womb? Even these may forget, yet I will not forget you. God's love is not only as strong as our mother's, it is much stronger. Each mother, no matter how hard she tries, fails from time to time. We, all of us, get stressed out. We lose patience. Sometimes we lose our focus or our direction. We need to experience the healing love of God in Christ. God's love is like a mother's love, only much better. The wonderful good news is that we don't need to be trapped by old or troublesome behavior. Bad patterns can be discarded. Mom suffered, changed, and became a new person. Scripture says that in Jesus Christ, all things are fresh and new. The past is finished and gone. Today is the, Lord that, today is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and celebrate the new beginning 
we have in God. Everything good our mothers gave us should be passed on. It is a rich and wonderful inheritance. The rest we can cast aside. Let your anger out and then let it go. In Christ, all things are fresh and new. Hug your kids. Tell them you love them. Do something nice for someone else. By his wounds, you are healed. Rejoice in the new day that God has given you. Thanks be to God. Amen.